0: welcome welcome to the first episode of 2023 happy new year to everybody happy new year Year. Year. yeah man it's crazy uh another one in the books you know what i'm saying but um we'll get into that a little bit later as far as our teams and how they started off this new year but hope everyone did have a safe happy new year hope you celebrated with friends families the ones you loved. Um, Me, myself, I was just chill. I was kicking it with the homies, and it was really fun. Unfortunately, you know, Ohio State did lose Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. honestly, both games were crazy, though. TCU versus Michigan and Ohio State-Georgia, both semifinal games were really, really good. Super high scoring. um, And they both low-key came down to the wire. So that's kind of what you want to see. But, unfortunately, the team that I rooted for lost. And then, you know, to start off the new year, the team that I root for football wise also did not get three points. But, you know, we're onward and upward, you know what I'm saying? Is that what they say? I hope. (laughs) (laughs) I hope all of our uh, fans, friends, supporters out there had a great New Year's as well. Thank you again for tapping in with us through, you know, the World Cup season. And then now we're back into our club season. So it's been it's been a lot of fun, you know, seriously, 2022 had a lot to offer as far as football, just because we knew there were going to be a lot of games with the world cup being in the winter this year. And so we've, you know, we've seen a lot of, we've seen a lot of action so far. And right now there's going to be a lot more now that everybody's just focused strictly on club football, but um, yeah, man, it's January 1st officially. So that means January transfer window has opened. Hmm. So I mean, in this next week, I guarantee you we're gonna have we're gonna see some deals. Oh, Straight sure. up, we're gonna it's see some deals. today. Yeah, 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 I know, right? That's, it's yep. starting off hot. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's interesting. Do you guys want to talk about anything as far as deals-wise, or do you want to wait a little bit? I mean, you guys made some signings. You guys did Battle mm-hmm. Shield. Fafana. Okay. Fafana officially was a couple
1: yep. of days ago. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Was yep, there yep, three yep, or yep. is there two? I
2: think, I think uh there's one more, Andre Santos. Andre Santos.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah from yeah. Brazilian. hmm It looks like we're we're really just digging in and just rebuilding our team. It looks like we're just rebuilding squad for real, for real. Everyone that we're getting is super young. Um, we even have and cuckoo, who's also coming in 2023 at the end of the, you know, at the end of the year. We already have that signed sealed and delivered so there's going to be big changes but everyone that we're getting is very young so you can tell that we're trying to go with this youth have everyone kind of grow together and build a team I think we kind of are just getting rid of the Roman era um you know we have Todd Bowley now and he kind of just wants to create his own thing we now have people in place in our executive board and you know the higher ups as far as the people that he's placed there so I mean you know I I'm not super excited about who we've gotten because to be honest, I don't care. I wanna I wanna focus on the right now because we're in eighth place. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool to see that there is some sort of idea and trajectory for our squad. Like I can see what we're doing and I know it you know there's gonna be ups and downs, but we're kind of taking the arsenal route where we're just totally going with this youth thing and hoping that they all grow together and mesh, which is cool to see. But but yeah. That's my take on it, at least. I don't know how Mike feels.
2: Well, for me, the most important thing is, you know, developing them within the squad. Because we do get all these guys. They end up going on loans multiple times, and then they don't even end up playing for our I'm team. Playing. So <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, all these guys we're getting, now we actually going to develop them and have some kind of pathway for them to get on the first team. That's all I want to see, but... Yeah. Hopefully some of these guys who are getting, we can plug them in as soon as possible because this squad just needs something. I don't know what it needs. It needs some type of creativity and we don't have any. So I'm looking for us to sign some type of, you know, creative midfielder, you know, somebody who can actually break lines within the midfield. So, I mean, so far so good. I like their vision, you know, we're signing young players, but are they all going to play for us? I hope they do, but hopefully uh, we're able to develop them
0: the right way and, you know, they come in useful to us. So the one thing I will say is I, I do think that these players will play strictly because the loan rules have changed. You know, you can't just buy players and send them on loan like you used to yeah. be able to so a lot of these was... players yeah you know I, we're definitely yeah, one of the reason. reasons why, <laughs> 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 Not reason why the reason. Reason. we're definitely one of the teams that used to just buy players so no one else could have them and send them alone forever but um i i do believe a lot of these players will get the chance to to make their mark you know what i'm saying because they have to and the way that we're going we're we're going to be hopefully in four competitions again next year with our league cups and hopefully in europe so um i think everybody with their chance it's good to see that we're you know like like you said just buying young players that are you know have a high ceiling so we can hopefully develop them into the, the players they're supposed to be for real but um we'll get on chelsea a little bit later before we get into our squads though i want to talk about real talk i want to talk about how everybody dropped points this week man newcastle man city not and i everybody not everybody. Not everybody, but I, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of the teams in the top six, <laughs> top eight, they drop points this week, and it's crazy because
2: Spurs is sp- out here losing to Aston Villa though
0: <laughs> at home too.
2: <laughs> yeah, man,
0: man, Spurs-y. let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about Spurs first, man. I,
3: I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, uh, I'm honestly surprised that they've gotten to this point. Um I don't know <laughs> uh, because. I don't know if you guys saw the post game interview with Conte. You know, yeah. he cl- he clearly seems like he's not very happy with what's going on or satisfied. I think he laughed at the idea of oh, title contenders of, uh, yeah title contenders. So if your manager is laughing at that idea, I mean, you can clearly tell there's a disconnect there. But I mean, I'm surprised. I think even when they invested the money that they invested in the summer. I don't know. I kind of question like what the end game was with, because again, like Conte and Spurs and with what Spurs got going on with who they have in charge, it just doesn't mesh. Um, And the fact that they've gotten this far to me is surprising. Um, I think that this is going to be like after this year, because I feel like this will be the last season that Conte will be there with Spurs. um, I think they're going to get torn apart. Especially with the ascension of Newcastle, I see Conte leaving. I see Harry Kane leaving. Um, Son at some point should consider leaving uh, that team, man. Yeah, they don't look good. Especially when yeah. you look around and you see the teams like Newcastle.
1: Yeah, I I mean even even teams like Brighton, bro. I'm sure. Even a team like Brighton could can can come up and take that spot from them. So yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't have an opportunity to watch the the match. I only watched Chelsea today. Um, but just from what I see and just the ratings, like Lloris didn't have a good game from what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I, you got to look at the front three. I mean, you you just saw him just signed a new contract for a lot. You right, know what yes. I mean? You have. Kane on who's supposed to be your main guy and between those two between between those two those two are supposed to be able to get you through more times to not um especially at home and especially against teams like a struggling Aston Villa right now so the fact that Kane um and Son just can't break through um is is very uh is very eye-opening um, very concerning for them, and then on top of that, it just kind of proves my theory that this team is nothing without Kulishevsky, man. Uh, it, it's just yeah. Kulishevsky is is like the backbone kind of of this team offensively and creativ- creative, creative wise, creative, creatively. So, yeah, I don't. I, I think this team is kind of just dead without Kulishevsky. When Kulishevsky's back in, I feel like they're they're who they want to be and they play how they want to be. Um, but when Kulishevsky's out, it just kind of lost. Um, creativity, creativity, create creatively. I cannot speak wow. Um creatively. And uh and yeah, it's just it's just kind of stagnant without him. So yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know what this title team, but like I said in the last uh episode, I don't really take them that serious.
2: Yeah. They're gonna I be think, fighting for top four. I think we can uh all agree they're at this point they're not title contenders because you can't keep you know going down it. But then expecting to always fight back. Like, it's not always going to work, you know. And today you got caught by Aston Villa. And that's what happens when, you know, the guys are just not good enough. I watched his press conference and I felt like he was trying to say that, you know, some of these guys, yes, we spent money on them, but they're just not good enough. We know the level of guys he wants. He doesn't want the, you know, the second tier guys. Conte wants to go get the top tier guys. And they didn't get that many top tier guys this summer. Most of those guys they got were just right there, just right underneath, you know? And um, we'll see. I, I don't think they're gonna get top four. Last week when mom mm-hmm. said it, I was I thought he was it was crazy, but with their trajectory, the way they play, yeah, I can see it. They might not really get top four.
0: So. no i agree i agree salam salam's been saying this all year though and even to the end of last year he's always been he's always been on the train that conte needs certain players and he knew there, you know that tottenham wasn't going to give him the money that he wanted for specific guys and he was going to have to work with what he had salam's been on it i'll give him credit for mm-hmm. that and gabriel's also been on the same the same wave as well i mean Be that he's biased because of their rivalry. But he's always talked about Tottenham just just not being there without Kulu. And Kulu was probably their biggest signing in the last six months. You know what I'm saying? And when he's hurt, you can obviously tell they're a different team. So I agree with both of what, you know, pretty much what everybody said. They're just not going to be a top four squad this year. Um, With Newcastle being good, with Liverpool getting back, now that they have Gakpo, with united now in fourth place you know what i'm saying there it's going to be a fight for that top four them three four spots that like that that third spot and fourth spot are going to be a battleground even that second spot it's still anybody's chance and if arsenal slips up you know that that one could be hard so it's really going to be interesting to see everybody's january but you know teams are kind of starting off not in the best foot when you look at newcastle when you look at city they had chances you know to go ahead and prove themselves that they can start to you know get back at arsenal who keeps seemingly just to win games after games after game and both newcastle and city drop points so before we get into you know our squads like who do you think personally so i want to ask a question who do you think dropping points was worse for? Do you think it was worse for City, or do you think it was worse for Newcastle in the grand scheme of things? Do you think...
2: Newcastle, for sure. Yeah, would, Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. I would say Newcastle. I mean, yeah. City, look at what City has. Of course, you are going to have games like this from time to time, but they're probably going to get back on next week, go on another five-game winning mm-hmm. streak, and they'll be fine. So- but with Newcastle, they're new here. So, like, for you to keep it up, with these big guys you got to just keep doing that.
0: Yeah. And so
2: they're going to learn it eventually.
0: So I'll so I'll ask this question in a different way because so I'll frame it like this at least and then I'll just ask the same question again. <laughs> City's aspiration is to win the league, right? Like we like like we know every year City comes in like we sh- need to win the league. That's a goal. Champions League is a goal for them. We know that as a fact. We don't have to sugarcoat it. But Newcastle is an anomaly because last year they were what like 10th place. They got a little bit of money. They had a few signings that are panning out. And now they're way ahead of schedule, right? We talked about this last week. They're ahead of schedule, for sure. Just like Arsenal's ahead of schedule, for sure. So Newcastle is kind of playing with house money, where they want top four because they're here in January. But at the same time, they understand that top six is probably the goal, right? We could probably all agree with that. So with them sitting on 34 points, you know, still two points clear in third of Man United. Do you think it hurts them as much? Or do you think it hurts City more? Because City is thinking of, like they're, they're, they're still chasing Arsenal. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, City dropping points is detriment to them getting to that number one spot where Newcastle dropping points is just you know harder for them to maintain their top four status. That's the kind of way I look at it. So personally, I think this is worse for City. That's why That's why I want to phrase it that way.
1: I mean, I think it's always hard. I think it's harder for the team that's in a lower position, just me personally. Like, I think Newcastle, since they're third place, since them dropping points is just more detrimental to what they want to do. And I understand that City wants to win the title, but I think Newcastle dropping points um at not Well, I mean, both of them drop points at home. At so home. yep. Yeah, so I mean, I, th- I just think Newcastle dropping points – uh it's, it's, it is definitely detrimental to what they want to do because, I mean, I, I think top for them, top four is the goal. And that's what they're going to be fighting for. And with City, like, I think top four is pretty much guaranteed. Um, with us, I think top four is almost, like, pretty close to being guaranteed. Um, but for Newcastle, those three and four sponsor Alpha Grabs, you have United coming with full force right now. You have um, Liverpool, who just made a big signing. They're coming back in full force, too. Um, you know, Chelsea will I think they'll come back and try to maybe get five for that fourth spot. And you have teams like Brighton. Like you still have teams that are not very far off from where you are point wise. Um, so I think it's I think it's pretty detrimental to Newcastle, more detrimental to Newcastle, I would say, um, than it is City. But I, I mean I, I it's detrimental to both. I think both losses are really bad, but uh or not losses, draws, draws are, draws, are pretty yeah pretty yeah. bad, but um but yeah, I think it's I think it's worse. I think it's a little bit worse for Newcastle because they can get knocked out of top four, and you know, and then they might not ever get back. So, yeah,
3: yeah I think like with what you guys said, City is just has more experience. Than Newcastle, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like Gabriel said, they could easily, uh, l- drop a few games, and then you know, trajectory of their season, you know, changes as well too but city's been there man uh, for real i mean i don't know i think it's an arsenal to like win i know this is a, a different from your question cornelius but uh i think it, like there's more pressure on arsenal city i i have the most confidence that they can win their games <laughs> like <Yeah. Mike> said. <laughs> five six seven game on being Streak, i've seen it they don't have <laughs> it <Right. yet. laughs>
1: so we've seen 20 <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah. in the best
2: of you know, things this draw might not even mean anything but like to keep up <clears throat> with no, Arsenal yeah it, it makes it tough yeah. cuz at this point what it's a it's a seven point gap if they would have won it's five you know so yeah it, 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 you know it extends the gap but at the end of the day these guys have won it what the what? three out of the Four out of the last? Uh, yeah, four, four, out, of five. Five. four mm-hmm. out of five. I think four I mean, hey. <laughs> they, <laughs> they know how to do this. <laughs> uh, and funny. we have,
1: what, 22 more games to go? Yeah, they, we they have time. I mean, yeah, we've all seen the 20 on B They can yeah. le- easily go the rest of the season with dropping maybe one or two games. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like losses, I would say. Like not getting any points. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree. We've all seen City do it, but I don't know. I don't know. I think City looks vulnerable this year more than I've seen them in the past. Rant, like like even though they have Holland, who's going at a crazy clip. I don't know. They they they've dropped points this season that I didn't expect. That's all I'm going to say. I
2: didn't
0: really expect a draw at home against you know what I'm saying? Like this was this, this was very very interesting. Yeah. And shout out to Mari Gray because he scored an absolute banger. Don't get me wrong. He scored an absolute rocket. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what? I just. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I think it's too yeah. early, but I, I just... Yeah, we to, say I, this
2: about City every year, you know? I just yeah, want to ask the question. Yan-
0: January is here, though, too. We'll see what... Yeah, we'll yeah see. no, I no, it's yeah. I, like, the narrative might change in two weeks, you know, because they'll probably Absolutely. play, like, three, four games in the league. New-
3: Newcastle should spend. I, I can see it.
0: Yeah, Newcastle will spend. Yeah, they'll spend. Yeah, they're, definitely, they're
1: definitely um going to spend, 100%. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, this January, I mean... It has it holds a lot of weight for a lot of teams, um, and a lot of this. A lot of our teams are fighting for the same players, like like you guys. Are, yeah. Uh, the rumor with mm-hmm. you know Enzo Fernandez, and then Newcastle also also wants to buy him too. So yeah, man, it's uh, Damn. it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild January. The signings are gonna play a big part for that last uh, end of the season push for this year. So
3: how, how do you feel about that? 120
2: for Enzo Fernandez. Well according to Fab, he said we're <laughs> negotiating to see if we can pay a fee that they're, they're comfortable with without us having to pay the release clause.
0: Bro, but, they are extorting us.
2: But but they're also saying that it's either a release clause or nothing. Apparently, That's before that... the World Cup, player was worth 18 million. 18 <laughs> freaking million. Like they're extorting him bro. after World Cup. Yeah, it's, it's it's he's he he, he wasn't a one hundred and twenty million dollar player.
3: Would you <laughs> would you sign him? Would you for Chelsea? You think that he would be no. the
0: answer? No. no,
3: really, you don't think him and the Gallagher? I
0: I, I I see you trying to be funny right now. No, no. I, I, I know you're trying to be funny right. No, all, them jokes, is, all, all them dad uh, jokes. All them dad jokes. They come <laughs> for in for strong. Sure. Yeah, my thing is we haven't <laughs> oh. done it right.
2: Doing those type of science. we we just haven't gotten it right. Copy, what makes us think that you know this will be different, bro? Let let's yeah, let's let continue breathe, to bro. take our time and develop. I mean, we all knew this was going to happen when we got uh bought out by uh, the new group. We knew we would have to go through a phase. Boy. Um, for yeah. us to think, you know, that it would it would have just been a straight transition. You know, and we'll just keep winning without no, you know, hiccups. It's almost unrealistic. So uh, for me, even though, like, I still feel like we don't have an identity, like you keep saying, um, going to get a $120 million player doesn't make sense. Like, what is the goal here? We're trying to build something here. So you've gone one direction of, you know, buying all these youth players, and then all of a sudden you're just going to go drop 120. If we can find a fee though that they agree with, please pay the thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm Please, you know, <laughs> if if we can come to an agreement, they're like, hey, give us 75. Even though it's outrageous, I'll do it. But I'm not doing 120.
0: That's yeah, that's more realistic. So but 120 so, is egregious.
1: So yeah, what, what's the max you would want to pay? Uh, I, I I don't that think. I, I personally would
0: want to pay. Yeah, I'm frugal. So I'm going to throw out a number. Y'all going to start laughing. So don't ask me because you wouldn't get it, Bro, would. I again, the, the thing is with me, like I haven't seen the last four or five transfer windows we've had. We've overpaid for a whole bunch of players that haven't produced for us. So yeah. why would I go and then spend a whole bunch of money for a kid that know. may not produce for us? So I, I I don't have any sympathy for anybody, bro. I don't care how good you're supposed to be. Exactly. Show me now. If you're good, then we'll assign you again. We'll give you an extension. We'll add on bonuses. We can amend your contract. But you're 21. You just wore a war cup, and now you're supposed to jump from 18 to 120 million? That is insane that to me. Insane. I like, I, like personally, my morals just will never let me do that. And, and, and I ain't even know English tax to that either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Like, I, I, yeah. I can't yo, that rock. I, wrong I can't. One twenty, dog. Yeah, brother. Like, I can't. I, like personally, in my soul, I just can't rock with that. Like I can't. And yeah, so bro. when I see that, I'm just like, I don't even want him anymore because then <laughs> that brings a whole lot of stigma. So now he's one twenty, which means he's the most expensive person to ever come to the prem. That means he's supposed to produce like Holland, who wasn't exactly. even a hundred million. And yeah. I just I I don't it, it don't read to me like I can't that's the do game that. though man it, it is the expectations game. Game, the expectations but, become but that's more what realistic. I'm but then you get finessed. and like wow well. that could be <laughs> few, you know what I'm saying like because then because then you get finessed, and now you're the club that everybody makes fun of on Twitter because it used to be Arsenal and now it's starting to turn to Chelsea no cap because we've we we we've taken L's on a lot of these signings that's all I'm saying we've taken that's L's a on a few of these signings. That's all I'm saying, bro. I I don't really have like everybody's a name brand. Yeah,
2: man. I mean let's just get into Chelsea, man. Like
0: Yeah. Speaking of speaking
2: of I mean, I don't know what's going on. Um what I'm starting to there's a trend going on. Uh we don't play full games. We play we come out in the first half, do our thing, and then for some reason we just switch off in the second half.
1: You know I I don't know exactly what's going on. I think it's I just, when you guys score your goal, that's when you guys switch off.
2: We we just we just relax and it's like we don't want a second one. After I, we scored the goal, there was no push to get a nothing. second. There was Absolutely. it was just like these back passes from side to side. We're still doing that. I, I don't understand what it is. Like have, why are
0: we still doing this side to side passes? We we have no one in our on our team that I've seen thus far that has killer in them. There's no one that has Nobody that killer. Wants
2: to take the ball. Only Reese James has
0: a little bit of killer and he's not on the pitch enough to show everybody else how it's done. Absolutely. I mean, if you literally look at last week and how much we emphasize the right side and how much better our team looked, it's just a confidence thing. When he's on the pitch, we look bad. We, well, or we, we look, look so better. much better than yeah. we do when he's not on the pitch, when we look bad. And. We're good enough to get a goal against Nottingham Forest. I mean, we show that today. And then we do that and we get complacent. And we don't have anyone with that killer to be like, yo, let's get a second, let's get a third. Let's put this team away in the first half when we have all the possession and we look like we should be putting two, three away. That's my whole take. We have no one with killer at all. And hopefully one of these signings can maybe get a spark. But Zakaria, you know, I, I wish he was a little bit better because he can't play full matches but he sometimes shows me Sparks but he's not good enough to put in a full complete 90. absolutely he's not good enough yet he, you know he they <laughs> sat him
2: on the bench so long that the time he should have been getting used to the league we're getting to the middle <laughs> of the season and now before he's getting used to the league and it's like what was the point like we kept doing this left his cheek thing where we're playing him all over the field and I'm like Doug, This is not the role for that type of guy. Play the guy who needs to be in the middle. And now we're playing him. And even though he's playing well, like you said, he can't play a full game. He's not ready to play a full game. With Reese James out, we're clearly exposed. Like our creativity just goes down. And and it's actually shocking that our creativity comes from the right side. It comes from our uh, right back.
0: It's not that shocking.
2: Aspi coming in, yeah, he has all that experience, defended, but he can't, he can't do what Reese James does from that <laughs> side. He yeah. just can't do it. Yeah, he's up there. That's... Our our team is not, bro. Our midfield used to be Frank Lampard, uh, Mikael Lobi, Michael Lissian, uh, Ramirez. We, we had these guys, Matid. You know, guys that are physical in the middle.
0: Bro, you One don't you game. don't even have to go you don't even have to go that far back. Mm-hmm. We used to have Juan Mata in them, okay. Oscar. You know what I'm saying? Like Hazard. You, you can put middle. him in the mid four or you could put him on the on the outside winger. Yeah. We used to have players, bro. Players. <laughs>
2: bro, this Jorginho hype, bro. I've been saying it till this day, like when he, he works, it's it works. It, it it's fine. But in uh-huh. games like this, you need a guy that should uh-huh. be able to do what supposedly Jorginho does so well. In games like this, why does it disappear? That's my thing. We're so weak in the middle that in games like this, he gets completely overwhelmed. Any any team we play that are young enough to keep pressing and keep pressing, Jorginho gets overwhelmed. And then he's missing in the game.
3: Jorginho's yeah. a big man, man. He's an old man. Just, <laughs> hey, you guys,
2: what do you want him to do? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> get get better creative players and stop signing these winkers and forwards. And like we need somebody in the middle. And I mean, I, no,
0: we're no. gonna
2: keep struggling. We're gonna keep struggling until we figure it out.
1: I mean, I think I I think defensively you guys are fine. I don't really think it's defensively. Yeah, it's, I, the I, not, it's the problem. I, I really do think it's the middle and then it's up top, like you. Your your front six is kind of nowhere to be found right now. Whole brands, A yeah, whole bunch of name brands,
0: bro. bunch your name brands.
1: Your front are your front five, I should say. Is or front six is just yeah. I don't mm-hmm. really see. They're not really producing. Nothing's coming from what they're doing. And even with the small chances that they do get, they're not on target. They don't.
2: well, you know why they're struggling. Because the link-up play between the the back and the middle to connect to the front is just so poor.
1: That's that, that I know.
2: <laughs> like today, if you were if you watch Pulisic, <laughs> half of the time Pulisic was on the ball, mm. it was in the midfield. It wasn't in the position where he's comfortable, position. where he right. would like. It's and the one time league. where it was there, he put in a ball that you know ended up, you know, with the uh, Raheem Stones goal, right. Half of these guys are dropping so far back to get the ball, which is fine. You should be able to do that. But
0: when Not you're playing time.
2: young teams like this and they keep pressing and keep doing it, bro, you, you can't you can't keep doing that. You can't keep you need somebody to break those lines. You need a pass. Somebody that can pull one pass through and it breaks those lines. We don't, we don't have that guy. Jorginho yeah. can't do it in games like this.
1: I mean I really- I think I think Zakaria can be that guy for you though. I really I really like that kid, man. I think he's a great signing. Um, and I think that I I really think he can hold it down for you guys in a six row, eight row, um, while in in you know while you guys are missing Conte and uh, but yeah, man. I don't. You you're right. You have no like you have no United has an Ericsson guy who will break lines. We have an Odegaard Partey. Guys who will break lines. You guys don't have someone who will pick up their head quickly and break two lines. That's what you need, um, especially a team like yours. Uh, you, 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 you guys have they... sp- pace ahead, too. Ahead, no, I'm saying I'm saying like you guys have pace and you guys can get in behind and quickly attack with Sterling and, and Pulisic. So it's like you you really do need someone to just break a line to a ten real quick Bro, and then just... just get it out wide. And you don't have that per- you, don't, don't you don't have, have a. And Tiago Silva can only do it so much. You know what I mean? Like That's he, does, thing, he tries bro. to do it sometimes. He tries to loft it over, but he can only do it so much. You need you need someone in the midfield who's
0: going to break two lines at least. Exactly. So and, so you know. I agree I agree with that. And I have two things to say about that. One, we don't have nine, so we don't have someone who naturally is there to make those runs all the time. So people are like adept to like making those type of passes. Because if you look at what Odegaard did. For the Martinelli goal this weekend, he knew Martinelli was there already and he knew that he was on the back line. He knew he had someone to be on the last two defenders. We don't have anyone like that naturally. You know what I'm saying? You guys have natural strikers, even if they don't play the striker position. You have people that are naturally used to playing on the back line in between the center backs. And then if the team is pushing up, oh, let me just stay up here because I know that they're pushing everybody forward. All the outside defenders are up. Let me stay with these last two because I'm faster than both of them. So if we do get a little break, I'm already here. We don't have anybody like that. And Jorginho, everyone in our center mid, they don't play that way. We don't really, like Jorginho is supposed to be the guy that is able to like see the balls over the top, be the creative player, but he's not. He's just not. Like at the end of the day, he's not because he has to play defensively because of the way Chelsea is set up and so at the end of the day our system isn't set up for him specifically and we don't even have the type of people up front in our attacking positions that are allowing him to be good at what he's good at
2: Cornelius I'm actually glad you just said everything you just said so if you go back to the way we were set up today if You take Jorginho out of that lineup and put Mason Mount from that 10 row into uh Jorginho's row, move Havertz to that 10 row and bring Obama Yank in. I think that is a better line, a, a better like. I don't my know. My thing man. is, my yeah. thing is, nobody yeah. scores like,
0: goals. About, That's my line right now. Alba's, like... when's the last time Alba scored? A goal? No, no, my, no, my thing no. is no. cool. like on paper, it's set up sweet, it should work. But these niggas are not informed, bro. They're not scoring see, see, goals. Mount so is it's supposed right. to be
2: our... He's been playing the 10-roll. The free roam, do whatever you want. Have we seen any creativity? We who, From who? It. Bro.
3: Mason Mount. He but, hasn't but, done but, it. No, Mike, bro, bro. Mike, Mike, that,
0: Mike, so. Mike. Mike, 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 he, He's a seven creative 10. Seven days so ago, we saw this. Kai Havertz get a goal and assist, and his assist was to Mason Mount. Do you know mm-hmm. why we got a goal and assist? It's because Reese James was on the right and he was penetrating. And all 55 minutes he played, we were in attacking positions. When he's gone, we have no one to fill that void and everyone starts playing scared. And but that's then when, my you're whole... 10, Your yeah. when
3: you're the 10. You got asked coming.
0: Yeah. When you're the 10, we're looking at you now. But but you see how much we rely on our wingbacks and how much we rely on Reese James being there. I just want <laughs> to say, like, like, That's man, what's like what's it, really it is sad. sad. It is sad. I just want to say it's ev- like two years ago, we used to say, if Conte is on the pitch, we're going to win a game. If Conte yeah. is not on the pitch, we may not yeah. win this match. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And now it's mm-hmm. Conte is days. a dead thing. We haven't seen Conte mm-hmm. in a year. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He might as well be back in France. Mm-hmm. We now have to rely on Reese James, who's in the same position, another injury-prone player, but he is our best player. And we really rely on him because we saw it last week, bro. We saw it from last week to this week. There's a total change. We played yeah. Nottingham Huge Forest. difference, bro. Huge difference. And so we just have to realize that, okay, this is taken away from us. So now we need a new plan of attack, and we don't have the players to actually just take it within themselves to go play. That's it. Yeah. That's really it. No one's good enough. Everyone's soft. That's what it is. No one's good enough. We just have to say it. No
2: one's good enough. 100%. 100% agree. And the last thing I would say is, you know, we do have some injuries, and it sucks that with all the new guys we brought in, we haven't been able to see everybody play at the same time all at once. And I hope that, you know, this, you know, up and down form maybe has something to do with it. But at the end of the day, we still have a lot of injuries, and I don't want to overreact. We have a new coach. We have a new thing going. It's going to be a tough time, Cornelius, for us. And nah, I, I, already knew I, I, I feel knew like we, we should – well, all but, we can do is but, be patient. I'm
0: still, I'm it, still not setting the bar low for us mm-hmm. because it's not like the players that are healthy are bumps. We just had Hakim Ziyech come off the bench, who is a World Cup – semi-finalists we just had kovacic play today who is a world cup semi-finalist we have world class players and we have players that have won the league slash champions league i don't want to hear it bro it like it's cool yeah. making excuses bro, because we it, have injuries it, it's not an the excuse end of, but i'm just saying the, let's
2: not overreact let's let's keep uh, things in perspective i'm not oh my day it's like
0: I'm not overreacting, but this is the type of law or draw where, when you look back and we get fifth place and not fourth place, you'll say, "Damn, that Nottingham Forest draw is one of the draws we definitely didn't need." Bro, and, and these these even, are the games, yeah, bro. The draw yeah, bro, at the beginning, I'm not saying was, the draw I'm at the it. beginning of the season to Tottenham when we draw two two because of that, we're gonna look back and be like. Damn, we definitely didn't need it. There are certain games that I remember every single year that I look United. back, and when I don't achieve what I think we should have achieved, I look back and be like, "That's the reason. Mm. That's the reason." And, and I, and, then, and I'm telling you, bro, I will keep bringing this game up. A hundred percent. The thing
1: is, though, like it's not even you. I don't even. You can't even really say injuries, bro, because bro, it's not even forced. Like, so you're telling me that the players. That are injured right now are so influential in your team that you couldn't be Nottingham Forest.
0: They haven't oh, been here no, no, all no, no, year that, and now we're not really
1: I'm,
2: oh, eh? I'm saying that in the grand scheme of things, we also have to keep in perspective that we've had some injuries that have caused our lineup to not be consistent. Yes. We literally just had Reese James, everything was flying. And then Aspie came in the last game, and then we could clearly see the game change. And then we saw it today. We we couldn't put in a 90-minute performance. So I'm just saying, I don't want to overreact. I don't expect our issues to be fixed you know, overnight because I know there's a lot of things happening. So I feel like the best thing to do is be patient because some of these things are not going to happen overnight. And it's hard for me to even have that perspective as a Chelsea fan.
0: We, we can get off Chelsea because we talk about that for a little bit. And I have a question I'm just going to hold it till the end when we do our predictions, but mm-hmm. I just don't have any sympathy for our team, yeah. bro. I really don't because I judge us at a higher, you know, I I really do put a lot of stress on our team because I know what we've achieved in the recent past. And I, know where i think we should be all the time i mean i look at a team like liverpool who also has gone through injuries over the last two years and they still are managing to win games they're still managing to do what it does i know but, they're going through. They their still have and the same
2: owner they still have the same coach
0: that's uh, like, i agree you, you with gotta, you i think, I, think it's got better players, no no right? i no i agree with you i agree with you bro right like, that's a like, lot but, happening but, but, but also I, mike like, i agree with you free, but these are create. the
3: you these are the te-
0: 300 m's yeah, these are, yeah, and these and these players are overrated. And these are yeah. the teams A lot of them that are we. These are the teams we compare ourselves with. We don't compare ourselves with Brighton. We don't compare ourselves with Villa. We don't compare ourselves with Brentford. We compare ourselves with, compare ourselves with the top four teams, the top six yeah, teams. Man. We compare ourselves with the best of the best in the league. And so, when you're looking across the league, you have to look at your contemporaries, bro. And I'm seeing what our contemporaries are doing with similar positions. I'm seeing what Arsenal is doing with similar positions. Like you know what I'm saying?
2: They're coaches every week, every I, I, year. You I, know they're not getting new. So so there. then so then These you got to look at the
0: stable clubs. Are no, him. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> <Spendalige>. oh, <laughs> I'm my telling you then you got to look at the man the, you know i um, signed up no for. i feel you bro but the, these are the teams we choose to support so you got to look at the man in the mirror hmm. you can't you, you can't go uh-huh. you you, you can't go through a you can't go through a down spell and then start blaming it on all the other stuff because when things are going good we don't blame it on all the other right. stuff you know what i'm saying Sometimes. so i know these things are happening trust and i like i'm i don't even want to bring that up and say oh yeah we have a new owner blah 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 because i just said that we are starting to figure it out as a club and i like the fact that we're buying young players but the current now is shit we have to address that the current right right now january 1st 2023 it doesn't look great considering we have to see twit city twice in a row within 3 days you know what i'm saying who, who would help chelsea
3: what one signing right now who would help chelsea we need a striker bro we need a striker we need someone i need a
2: midfielder bring me (laughs) i I need a real midfield bring me like a moderate or something Uh, i I need a real midfield he's not coming i need no i'm not saying like i'm saying like if i could get anybody i'll probably get somebody like him
0: (laughs) We Jude. need somebody
2: that can control the middle. Jude, we need a midfielder.
0: Get Jude on the that's phone. what we need. Right now.
2: But yo, let's talk about somebody else, man.
0: No, yeah, no, we, we're gonna go to United. But if if I had if but I had a choice, I would get a striker, I would get Leao. I think Leao fits perfectly with our team. And if I had to go with midfield, I would probably go with Declan Rice and or Jude Bellingham. In a, in, in a perfect world, I know we probably may or may not be able to get them. I think Deckers is a real possibility. For midfield. And I think if we had a striker, (laughs) I would get layout because I think he would fit.
3: You're gonna get Deckers and Mount and
0: Reese and no, and I think I think (laughs) get get the band back together. No, (laughs) I think I think if we get Declan Rice, he sits Mason Mount down because they 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 don't play (laughs) the same position, but the way that we play, we need a defensive player in that six eight role and sometimes mount plays there and i think mount has to produce better because if declan rice comes mount is no longer a midfielder he's now strictly an attacking player now, whoever comes is straight, straight up a
2: genius spot. and now whoever he has comes, to
0: compete same. with all of our attacking players instead of just the midfielders because now you can kind of play mount in this auxiliary role where You're he's free ride bro i'm telling you bro i'm playing regardless yeah.
2: My, Mount is going to be playing. But Mount's no not where. good enough. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to I'm telling you, man. I'm telling annoying, you. I accept
0: it. it. It's probably a hot take, and we we'll probably won't see it. But I already know if Declan Rice comes, we have a secure pivot. And now Mount is no longer in our midfield. He's strictly an attacking player. And now but he has they, But they
2: don't even play in there,
0: though. They don't even play in there. All so right. So it's like. All right. It's they, a hot take. Comes, I, I, I know you guys take aren't take hearing it they probably take off Jorginho
2: or whoever.
0: No, no, no. they will take won't. off Jorginho and put Declan Rice in? Or He's already on his way out. We already know that. Kovacic or somebody. If it, it, if it happens, we'll, we'll see it in real time, and I will bring this back up. But let's talk about United because I said it last week, and I will say it again this week. Shout out MBE Marcus Rashford, brother. That, well, man, is, so. like this restaurant, that yeah. man, that man, that man is Logan. on a whole different team. <laughs> man, dem on a whole different thing. I don't know, what, what was it a uh, Space Jam where they drink the special stuff yeah. in the locker
1: room? <laughs> you know, <yell laughs> something he different,
0: bro. He's on yeah. a different sauce right now, mm-hmm. and I, and I know that Salam, you used to, you, I, I, I know that you only gave him so much slack because you really, really liked him as a player and I, think- I agree with you that's why i do the same thing but at this point in time this man is he's seeing red every time he's on the pitch there's yeah, one me over
3: 100 um marcus rashford is turning into the player that i thought he could be <laughs> and um it's a great man he's in a great run of form continues to score should have started but where it is, he overslept uh and showed up I missed he a team meeting, meeting. <laughs> yeah showed up to he a said it in, in the post game late. yeah
1: yeah
3: and shout out ten hog man benched him brought him on uh ended up getting the game winning goal so
0: yeah. and before you continue i just want to say one thing this is what we want to see in a manager ten hog has been considered it doesn't matter if you're Ronaldo or Marcus Rashford. You don't abide by my team rules, you get penalized. Seriously, bro. It doesn't matter who you are. And that builds a culture within the locker room. And he's it's building same a thing culture. There.
2: Did too. Yeah. Seriously, it builds a
0: culture. And the fact that he benched
3: someone who was in form, who is it, who's scoring, who's playing well, you know, speaks volumes to everybody else in that uh locker room, especially considering, you know, we just had Ronaldo there. So um yeah shout out ten hog man i I, uh this is the most comfortable and the most confident i felt um with the manager since fergie um on on his end i don't doubt him at all um in a short amount of time he's already you know made a big impact on us um a lot of players that should have been playing better are playing better rashford being one of them uh like I said last week, uh, best midfielder in the league, arguably arguably one of the best players in the league, Casemiro. Just complete, completely bossing it in midfield. Another world-class performance. And another world-class performance from Varane as well too, man. Um, you know, a lot of people were doubting. Um, his pedigree going into this season, ooh, ooh, but ooh. you know, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot, a lot of people. <laughs> I don't know who's down here on your end. I know who's down here on my end. <laughs> um, yeah, man, another world class performance by Varane, and yeah, man, overall, um, good day from United. I think. Um. Oh yeah, last one. I was gonna say my man luke shaw man i think we
0: might have found something here with you Luke, because mm-hmm. you know it's crazy how you flip-flop on him bro
3: this whole well no look i'm just saying though he's been playing the left center back position very well yeah well enough to keep the the captain of the club out of the team you were you were because, calling
0: him chubby at the beginning of the season he was everything that i said was that
3: yo just uh, the one thing too that much beans and
0: toasting hey <laughs> It's the one
3: thing I've always said with Luke Shaw. I like him as a player, and I think he's effective when he's fit
0: and when he's (laughs) focused.
3: You know, when he's not, um, I know who he can be. And he's been playing well. He's been asked to play in a position that isn't his, and and he's been excelling there uh, well enough to keep Harry Maguire out of the team. I'd love to see that. And, yeah, man.
1: love to see it. (laughs) um,
3: Hopefully we can get some more reinforcements in the – January transfer window. Because the one thing that I feel like will dry up is probably goals. I know at some point, Marcus Rashford is going to hit some sort of slump. Hopefully, he doesn't. And when that happens, we need a reliable source of goals. Because Anthony hasn't been playing well uh, at all. Uh, Martial, another pedestrian performance. But hopefully, the healthier he can stay, uh, he can be more effective and... Garnacho is a young player, but I think we got something there with him too, man. And shout out Bruno, man. Shout out all, all the guys, man. all the men. <laughs> all the all the shout out Malasia, all of them. <laughs> shout out Wambisaka, man. The ultimate pro. You know, just completely just written off. And then to come in to have two solid performances, you know, shout out Wambisaka, man.
1: That's fair. I feel feel like you guys are definitely one of those teams that's on the up and up. I've been saying that since, I mean, for a while now. Um, I've always felt like you guys, uh, because we like to talk a lot about your team, I think partially because you say a lot about your team that we don't agree with. So we have a lot to say about United. But throughout the entire season, even though United wasn't particularly playing well, they're still around they were they never really left they're always top four or five you never really they never really dropped yeah. to seven or eight and like then they were always around so that's when you know if I was like I mean they're still getting points and they're not even playing really that well they're, they're playing pretty poorly and they're still getting points so if they're still up here and they're not playing well imagine when Rashford starts playing well and all these players start playing well Casemiro really gets introduced to the team Erickson really starts playing like they start to mesh a little bit. This team will be top four, and that's why I put you guys pretty highly. Like I think you're definitely one of those teams that I think people might have written off over the past year, year and a half. Um, but I think with this new regime um, in Ten Hag, I think a lot of guys will will start to see a second coming of. Um, so, yeah. No, I I'm, I, I, I,
2: I like just want to say uh, enjoy your easy schedule um oh, I, mean, you, I, I, I mean i mean right now weeks. right now you know you're winning games you should be winning so <laughs> <And> what about <laughs> you right so what about you <laughs> no no i'm just saying i'm just, I'm just saying yeah uh, you guys look good doing it but when when martinez comes back is he where's uh where's Shaw i go i mean I, I know he's back in training but like I don't know. He's I been think... playing well. Is he going back on the bench or no? Yeah. I think Malasia goes back
3: on the bench. Even though I think Malacia has been playing well, I think Luke Shaw goes back to left back, and okay. the butcher go- and the butcher goes back next to Varane, where he belongs.
2: So we're not bringing in the captain no more. No, uh... the captain
3: is Bruno Fernandez. <laughs> who? <laughs> yeah. Mike, who, who? Yeah, that no, man's man. been that, that, that other guy. No, I
1: was I'm I be surprised we got sold in January, worry, bro. He's linked, He's, He's linked to Spurs. He's linked to Spurs. He's
0: linked to Of course, that makes and sense. Newcastle. That makes sense. He Spurs. should go to Spurs, man. Him and go to Harry came. Yeah, yeah. We can get you know, Spurs. That, that makes fitting. too much sense.
1: Yeah, it's man. fitting. Yeah, man. Th- that that will ensure Spurs will not win
0: anything in the next five years. And it, complete, <laughs> they're not gonna win a thing. <sighs> five. You might as well sign him up for eternity. The way they're looking. But uh, no, I mean honestly. United looks like they're turning the corner. Mm-hmm. They really like you guys, really, really like you're turning the corner. And honestly, I don't know. You obviously need depth because you're still in a decent mm-hmm. amount of uh, I think you're still in all four competitions, right? Yeah, still in Carlboro, FA Cup, the league, obviously, and then you know, you're yeah. in Europa, so you have a lot of stuff coming up. This, and we've all been talking about January, so. I think you just need signings to kind of bolster up every position. We'll see what happens. I know you guys are planning on going through an owner change, so that may halt things. But with the team you have, I can, I can see United winning something this year, for sure. You just have to. You just have to. I don't know. I think their players are slowly buying into Ten Hag. Seriously. Yeah. You can see. And I think at the end of the day, the teams that win something have good managers. That's what it's going to come down to, because we have a lot of good teams this year, player wise, but it's the managers that are going to turn the corner.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. For for United to win something this year, they're going to need guys to be doing other guys to be doing what you know. What's his name you know, Marcus Rashford is doing. Somebody like Anthony. Like I need to see some type of level of consistency. Maybe I don't. I don't need the goals. I need like assists. I need crosses in. That I'm seeing consistently, you know, impact on the game. I'm not seeing that from him. Um, So for them to go far, I feel like guys like that will need to do more. And hopefully Martial, you know, with the way things have been going, if he just keeps doing what he's doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to turn the page, because you're talking about consistency, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, two two games in a row, all three front – all, all their front three scoring arsenal. Talk about consistency, bro. They have
2: <laughs> they have
0: just steamrolled this... Hey. <laughs> they have just steamrolled like this last month. The gallon. <laughs> since since, since the World Cup is over, the Mandem just picked up right where they left off. They're like, they're, seriously, they're looking uh, at all other teams below the table drop points, and they're like, all right. Literally. They're like, all right. It's funny, because even today... Or yesterday, yesterday is when they played. Yesterday, because I watched the second half with Gabriel. They interviewed Arteta at the end of the match, and he was like, Oh, so you saw that City loss, and they asked a the question about City, like, did you know they lost? He was like, Yeah, of course. We know exactly what's going on. That has nothing to do with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, That has nothing to do, that has nothing to do with us. They drop points, that's on them. Yeah. What we do is our own thing, and we don't really care about anybody else. And they're everyone's saying it in that locker room, bro. So Hats off to him. Hats off to the team because they keep scoring three, four goals a game. Everybody is looking like they're having fun. This team looks like they really want to challenge everybody right now. It don't matter who comes in their way. They really want to watch. Like, that's how I feel. Like I can see it in their play. It don't matter who's up there, bro. They want to play. And that's the sign of a, you know, a possible champion. They don't care who's in their way. They just want to play. Win, lose, or draw, we're gonna we gonna give you us straight up. And that's how they seem to me. Yeah, man.
1: Um once again another week. Arteta in. And I said it earlier, but you know, I gotta solidify <laughs> it. Arteta in man. Um yeah, I uh it's great. It's a great feeling. Um, you know, I saw about, I watched a
3: lot of things to say. Yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> I,
1: I really have because um, you know, I, I watched every team play. I mean, we've over the the past two weeks, we've been the last game. So, um, I watched every team play, uh, before me, um, saw the results, saw City draw, saw Newcastle draw. And, um, I was like, this is a great opportunity for us to, we have to take advantage of these weeks early. Like, we have to, it's a must because we, it's better off to give ourselves a little bit of a cushion early than to try and do it late, you know? So, um, I saw this as another week and the guy saw this as another week just to grab three points and extend that lead over City and Newcastle. Um, and I think, I think, I think, I really do think that it gave him extra motivation because we started off hot. I mean, the first minute we come at Odegaard's buzzing, gets a run, um, you know, deflection happens, Partey makes a tackle. And then, um, you know, Saka's able to bury it back post um and i think that that goal in the first minute of the match kind of just set us up for success um from there on out and kind of just always gave us the front foot like we can score at any time type attitude um and that kind of i feel like that is what won us the game that first first goal in the first minute i, kinda, I feel like it just changed new uh brightens um it changed the crowd the crowd was out of it immediately you know um their team just kind of got out of it so i think that early goal really helped but yeah, no, great performances um from our, our front three again um Odegaard masterclass simple as that um the ball to martinelli was exquisite i mean that's top 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 class world, um, class. world class for sure um yeah uh odegaard goal even his goal i mean his goal is like uh like the, the ozil shot <laughs> in a sense too he, he hit it into the ground and um you, no one can stop it. So, um, master class from the captain. Uh, he saw how important today, uh, yesterday's match was. So, you know, he wanted to get that result. Soccer, once again, I mean, it's untouchable right now. No one can, no one can touch that guy at Soccer right now. Um, and Ketia continues, continuing to put himself in positions to score and taking his chances when he can. Poacher's goal yesterday, but hey, you're there in that position. You set yourself up to do that. So, um, Continue, man. Uh, but we're on fourteen now. Fourteen games started for Arsenal. Fourteen goals. Um. So, a, a, a beautiful thing wow. to see. Martinelli. Um. I think he had a little bit of a rough start. I, I, Lampy had him on clamps. I think we talked talk about this in the in the group <laughs> message. Lampy had yeah. Martinelli on clamps for a, a big portion of this match. Um. But once again, he got another goal courtesy of a great Odegaard. Uh, Odegaard. Um. Through ball. So, yeah. I mean. Our, our team is firing at all fronts. Um, I think uh we we did get bailed out a little bit. Um they were they were definitely coming back. I think Saliba had a terrible mistake um giving that ball up. Um, if
0: that match would have gone three two. Yeah, it would have gone
1: three two, it would have been a sticky, you know, last oh seven my. minutes for sure. Um, but you know, Saliba, I, I needed it just to be a little bit cleaner. Um, I'm trying to remember their first goal. Oh, jaka Xhaka's got a step on their first goal. He just stood there you got to yeah. step um Tamiyasu too. Yeah, Tamiyasu he came in year. and yeah. had a terrible terrible uh a, a terrible showing. Yeah, he, he, hey shout he, out he
0: Matoma though. Yeah, Matoma, yeah. he came out of the World Cup balling.
1: Yeah, he yeah. came out balling. Um I think Tamiyasu actually, actually had some World Cup hangover. He was really distraught about how Japan went out and I feel like he I don't know. I feel like he mentally isn't 100% ready um from the World Cup but Outside of that, man, I mean, Rams still got, got us out of some sticky situations. And I mean, to be honest, it wasn't our best day on the ball. We didn't have much possession. I mean, they dominated possession. I think possession was like almost 70-30, uh, Brighton. Um, so it was always gonna be a tough match for us. It was always gonna be it's always hard to go and play at Brighton. Um, Brighton's a good team as well. So um, you know, it was it was just good to go in there and get it up. Uh walk out of there with a dub it's never going to be easy but the fact that we're able to do it like this um four goals once again front three scoring again and our 10 our captain scoring i can't really ask for much more i mean we take the mistakes and stride and we move we never it's never it's never going to be an easy match at brighton but we take them and take the mistakes and stride and move. so yeah i'm just really just happy about the three points and i want to see what we do in january now um want to see what we do in january and you know, i'm i mean our next four matches are, are tough too um we see newcastle on, on tuesday top three one versus three you know and newcastle is going to be hungry for a win after drawing it Where, where's the game so. at Is that, that it's at the emirates no not the emirates oh uh,
2: okay yeah
1: so um so yeah i mean we have a tough schedule we play newcastle we play uh if we play someone else big, Tottenham. I we play Tottenham and we play United, you know, those are three yeah. big, big matches that we have coming up. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm just looking for um, taking just trying to take it one game at a time. If I'm being honest, right with the boys, like just one game at a time. We don't care what any other team is doing. Honestly, we care about ourselves, and we just want to take it one week at a time, one game at a time, and. The Odegaard said it at, in the post game match. You know, after they they beat Brighton, you know we, we take this game, we learn from it, and then tomorrow we focus on Newcastle. It's a complete focus now. So, yeah, man, I, I really don't have um much much to say about my team. Good performance, uh, Arteta. I love. I once again I want to reiterate, love what he's doing with Tyranny and Zinchenko. Just continuously um rotating those two. Um, yeah, man, no complaints we're all smiles on, on
0: on this side man we're all it's january one we are 16, 16 or 17 games into into the season uh 17 i think i just want to I, I just want to remind all you 17 17 we're almost halfway through the season we're going to do our midway predictions very two soon two weeks yeah, right. two weeks
2: no problem no problem all
0: right I'm saying that live so everyone here hears me so <laughs> two weeks from now nobody like oh we doing it you know what i'm saying because it's been an interesting season thus far you know because it's coming off a world cup so i feel like we don't really we don't really have the same feel as we did last year when we did the mid-season mm-hmm. predictions because mm-hmm. everyone's kind of like refining their form mm-hmm. january transfer window just hit but i don't know man i think that this second half of the season is going to be very, very, very fun. I'm not going to oh, lie, right. I think it's going to be very, very, very fun because there's a whole lot of narratives and there's a whole lot of stuff ain't nobody seen before. Like, City looks beatable, Liverpool's not the Liverpool of the last they five years. F- they have to fight, <laughs> they have to fight, man. Like, a lot of the top four is going to be changing week after week after week once we get out of this winter. I'm telling you I already know it. Once we hit March, April, you're going to have to win a game cuz if you don't win a game, you drop somewhere.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. L- let's talk Liverpool though. Let's talk Liverpool.
0: Yeah, I was going to say and and I wanted to ask a I wanted to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um before I and it's it's based around Liverpool and you guys can, you know, answer it and then do whatever you want to do, but before we do predictions as far as top 4 when we all are aspiring to be or are already top 4 do you think liverpool or newcastle is more of a threat to knocking you out of top 4 mm. uh, I,
2: well since chelsea's not a top 4 team i can't really uh, speak on that but but
0: but, but as not- but but as but as you aspire to be a top 4 team do you think liverpool or newcastle is more of a threat. Liverpool would be
2: a threat to me. Liverpool would be the, you know, the team I would want to, you know, see, draw points, lose games. Yeah, because I know they've been there and they know how to get there. I know Newcastle is learning how to get there. So they're going to have their hiccups. I just have to, you know, take advantage. I just have to take care of business, win my games, control what I can control. But I know Liverpool, they're good enough to, hey, we slip up here. We'll regroup and keep going. So, I, to me, they would be the team I would be worried about because I would want them to lose more games so that, you know, at least we can catch up, you know, get some space, have some breathing room. But with Newcastle, the way they've been playing, bro, they're not losing games. They're not. But at the end yeah. of the day, when you get to that part of the schedule where, you know, it gets a little tough, how are you going to handle it? And I think for them, they have to go through that and then learn how to process it. And then maybe the next year when they get in that position, <laughs> we'll all be scratching.
1: I honestly say Newcastle. i want to go on the opposite opposite yeah. side of it. Um, And the sole reason I say Newcastle is because they don't get squirt on. Yeah, they're, it's, okay. they're so hard to break down and score on. I mean, we're we're seventeen matches through the season, and they've gotten scored on eleven times. And and I mean, go go look at every every match that they play. If they don't score, they're just not getting scored on. Or if they score, they'll draw the game. They rarely lose. They're on the yeah, same. They're not losing game. Yeah, they're on the same with us. One loss. They Bro, just that's crazy draws.
0: because. Yeah. They have the least goal differential. It goes Newcastle 11, Arsenal 14, City 16. So, if you know they somehow get a run of form, this goal differential is going to be serious, yeah, for sure.
1: And I mean, I'm just saying off the strength that Newcastle really does not get scored on. Like, if they get scored on, they're scoring. It's, it's not like this is a high goal differential. They're very, they're, I mean, Newcastle's always been. A team that's hard to break down. That's why I think Newcastle is such a dark horse because I said it. I think a couple of weeks ago they're hard to break down. They've had to. They've had to just learn how to just be dogs defensively. Set pieces. They had to. That's how they were scoring most of their goals at a certain point. So they're just good at that now. So then now you add the the actual you know the playing on top of it and the goal scoring now and yeah it's, it's I don't know man I don't I think Newcastle is more of a threat right now more than Liverpool um and I think they've proven it just in the fact that Liverpool are vulnerable. They can get scored on. They have weaknesses that you can exploit. Um, like, like just you can pick out weaknesses on Liverpool's team. As a unit, Newcastle doesn't have many people you can just go pick on. They really don't. Um, so, yeah,
0: I think Newcastle's more of a favorite. I feel i say Newcastle. I feel it. I, I, just wanted, I just wanted to, like, do a little heat check, kind of see where everybody was feeling because – when I look at Liverpool right now, they're on the up and up. When I look at United right now, they're on the up and up. When I look at Newcastle, they've just been a solid team from the jump. So one loss, they have seven draws, but, I mean, they have draws against teams that we probably thought they would drop points to, like City. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, I, I think that this is a very, very strong Newcastle team, and we'll see if they can carry on through the full season. But let's get into predictions um no,
2: i have one question about liverpool oh go ahead before we move on with with uh with the way they've been winning games it hasn't been impressive Mm-mm. i mean they won the last game on two long goals. <laughs> like do you think liverpool makes tough for
0: personally
3: yeah it's, the only,
0: two teams, Cat, the, the only two, two teams the only two weeks mike yeah no, that's what i'm saying the only two teams you could probably count for sure is City or is City and Arsenal, and even them, hey, you never know. And I'm I'm just saying possibly, but nah, bro. Yeah. We still we are not even halfway through yet. Two we're weeks, two weeks, weeks. two weeks,
1: two weeks. Give me give me two weeks, and I will
0: have a I have more. We don't know who's team signing team. who. We don't know nothing. Nothing. Yeah, we don't know nothing, yeah, my man. boy. Am <laughs> <laughs> right? But I'll start. Sense. I'll start first because I just want to get this over with. We're seeing City twice <laughs> within the next week. And I am scared. Um, we see them in the league first and foremost. And like I said last week, I, were hoping, I was hoping we'd be nottingham Forest so we'd be on the back of two wins. Luckily, City also drew this week. So. Looking for revenge. Yeah.
1: We're at home. I'm looking
0: for it. We're at home. Both, both matches or? No, we're away for the FA Cup, okay. but we're Cup. we're home in the league or the mm-hmm. FA Cup. I just hope we 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 leave with points, bro, because I can't trust my team right now. In <laughs> real talk, we have no Reese James. So for me, I just hope that we don't lose. I am really expecting a low-scoring game, though, like a 1-1, 2-1, if we can manage mm-hmm. to get a little sneak off like a penalty. I know the the bridge is going to be rocking. That's the only thing that helps me out a little bit. And then the FA Cup game, you know, I would love to be in that competition, but the last time we saw them in a cup match, we didn't put the chances away in the first half. And then the second half they scored two in the first like 10, 15 minutes. So I know what City is.
2: Yeah, I think like like you said, I think it's going to come down to what we do. Like are we going to take care of our chances? And no i don't i don't expect to win but if we were to lose i don't think it would be by a lot it'll be maybe a two one three one type game but
1: where's this one coming from (laughs)
2: um i mean we do score it's just that we can't score multiple goals that's our problem that's true
1: you can't (laughs) you're good for one one, you're good for one (laughs) we
2: can't we can't get multiple so this game is going to come down, both games, it's going to come down to what we do. Are we going to take care of business? Are we going to be clinical enough to put away our chances
0: that we can? And I, I haven't seen it all year, so yeah. I, I don't have faith that we will be.
2: Exactly. So if we don't do that, it's not going to happen. And I don't see us all of a sudden waking up and putting on a masterclass against City. So
1: yeah. we'll see. Um, Our next match is against... Newcastle? Um at home Tuesday.
2: <sighs> Enjoy it, man.
1: Yeah, it's um it's gonna be one of those uh it's gonna be a banger. That's that's for sure. Um I think this is gonna be a,
0: a really, really good match. Um I don't I don't wanna call it a classic, but it it has the makings for a game we won't forget. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: um, it, it definitely, it definitely um is gonna point to banger for me. Um, mm. but I think we, you know, we come out victorious. Uh, I think this will be. I think this will be another high-scoring game. Um, I think there will be four goals in this match—four or five goals. Is this um, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think there'll be four or five goals. Uh, because personally, I don't think. Um, I look at, I know I look at them defensively. I know they're, they're hard to score on, but when it comes to us, I feel like we can score on anybody, multiple goals. You, you, there's too many threats on our team at this point. I mean, once Partey and Jaka are threats, not even including the top three, I mean, you know, there's threats all over. So I think we'll win, um, 3-1, I would say. i say 3-1, uh, you know, protect home. We don't lose that home for real, so to the Emirates man Fly Emirates by the way all you guys Fly Emirates you need the sponsorship free promo 3-1 3-1 do
3: you guys already go
0: Chelsea yeah. yeah yes sir last but not least United
3: last but not least well we got Bournemouth at home um, you know I think this is as straightforward as it gets <laughs> uh, <Damn. probably laughs> three, <you know? laughs> <laughs> solid 3-0 at home. Um I need Anthony to 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 produce man like Mike said, you know, even though you shouldn't cost what you cost. Your the your price tag is your price tag um and with that comes expectations and he has to be playing better. Um and then on Friday we have Everton um at home. And I think that that will be another three points as well too. Uh, right. I, I like I like our chances against Frank Lampard. We have a good record against Frank Lampard, especially at Old Trafford. And
0: um, hey, hey, don't sleep on everything. They just side your. They they just drew your neighbors.
3: Yeah, that's them. That's not, <laughs> not, 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 not over here. Over here. Yeah. Uh, that will get caught. Yeah, <it is. laughs> over here. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good week at Old Trafford, six points. Okay. All
0: right. Love to hear it. A lot of okay. confidence. A lot of confidence.
3: Did we touch on uh, Rest in Peace to Pele yet? Uh, we no. did not.
1: We, we did not. I don't even want to even talk about it for us. We, we, we do.
0: We do have to bring it up. We talked about Maradona, but we have to talk about the original GOAT as well, man. Mm-hmm. Three out of four of his World Cups ended up in championships that's that's go status man i don't know what else to say about him honestly it was cool to see the little tributes that they had because i didn't realize that he played his entire career in brazil until like his last season i i actually didn't know that and for him to just be a hometown hero like that is super dope and like one one thing that stuck out to me was you know, the world was different back in the sixties and seventies. And so you only got to see him on a world stage every four years during the world cup. You know what I mean? And so for them to like, really, really rally around the world cups, it it really shows why Brazil is who Brazil is when it comes to the football world. And that's super cool to see.
3: Yeah. I mean, he made the number 10 cool in football. Um, definitely, uh, Especially back then, man. Just you know, being a a black professional athlete in you know, especially him coming to the U.S. I mean, he was a pioneer for a lot of things and like an icon. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, he was. He was one of the first real, you know, sports celebrities. Um, Yeah. I believe during Christmas he was. You know, he was uh, in the hospital. His. You know, he's been in the hospital. Um, his health has been declining. Um, but when we were over at uh, Sierra's parents, her grandma brought up Pelé, and I was like, "How do you know Pelé?" Yeah. And she's like, "Oh yeah, Pelé was very popular when we were growing up. He was like a superstar." And I was like, "Wow." He was like, "Oh yeah." Even though I don't know anything, she was like, "I don't know anything about soccer. Yeah. The only thing I know is Pelé." Yeah, he's like he was really famous. So. Yeah, he yeah. was a real pioneer, like real first black superstar athlete with, you know, Muhammad Ali and all those guys. Facts, yeah. big facts. Mm-hmm. And
1: and he was and he was revolutionary to the game. Oh, yeah. Like everything, a lot of the skills and tricks and stuff yeah. that we see players do now, yeah. he really he was really doing that in the 60s, yeah. you know, on a consistent basis at the World Cup. Um yeah. so, yeah, man, I think he's just I mean you want to look R. at well, yeah you want to see what greatness is i think he's just the definition of greatness A revolutionary um we sadly missed, man we lost yeah. we lost two legends in what two, two years three years yep. yeah, man, yeah. Sad, man. so the two of the original goats man I hope they have a mm-hmm. great 1v1 session
0: up there yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. The, yeah yeah it's uh it was cool to hear that they they said they they <laughs> Pele invented Jogo Bonito. I, yeah. I was like, that's a ball." Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> that's facts, for real. Because, yeah, man. Honestly, like, Maradona and Pele is like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. I know it's a yeah. little different, but, like, yeah. it really is that friendship, that rivalry, that that Absolutely. hunger for the game, that greatness. It was super Absolutely. cool to, to just, like, read a little bit, you know, on both of them today. That's what I did for a little bit, just because I had time off, but
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, just well, blessed to blessed to be in the space where at least I was able to see two greats. Like I, you know, back in the day, how Maradona and Pelé. I feel like, you know, with Messi and Ronaldo, I've able, I've been able to see two greats at the same time, kind of just duke it out yeah. year after year, especially them being in the same league for five years. So, you know, I I, I just feel kind of just blessed to be able to see that, um, and be able to know who, exactly who Pelé was and what he was to the game. So, yeah,
2: man. Yeah, yeah man. Rest in peace. To it was dope, though, that, you know, at least he got to see Neymar tie his record before he passed away. Yeah, That's yeah. um, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah it would have been nice to see Brazil lift the trophy. Yeah, <laughs> but they couldn't do it. So. They couldn't
3: do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that's a different that's a different story but um you guys got any shout outs
1: shout out Mikel Arteta man once again Arteta in.
3: I think I'm gonna Arteta you know what Gabriel I think you're right I think I got a shout out 10 hog
1: <laughs> what, what hog we on right now
2: uh, I
3: would say six
2: what I uh, nah, like two hogs right now nah,
3: I'm no I'm at like a five for real Okay, yeah, that's five, fair. Five, I was going to say around five, 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 six. I'm out of five. Five hogs.
1: Okay. <laughs> One hog. That's, that's yeah, half hog. hog. That's half hog. Three <laughs> hog, four <laughs> hog, <laughs> five <Yeah>. hog.
2: <laughs> half hog. That's
1: half uh, you know. <laughs> hog. Half hog, man. Might be
2: a... Who scored for? Nah, uh, I don't have any shout outs, man. Sur- Sur- shout out Serge Aurier, man. Scored, uh, I
3: was like, yo, when he scored, I didn't even know.
1: I didn't even know it was him at first. I was like, he looks so different. He looks like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah he's yeah. been through it. But <laughs> he
0: looks yeah, like yeah. he's yeah. like been through
2: yeah. it. He, he, he doesn't care anymore at this point,
0: man. Like, wow. Serge Aurier, yeah, shout, out, like, shout, shout out, shout out, my young Damari Gray, man. He's always Ray good looks. for a banger. First Gray. day of the year, he said, "No, nah, I'm gonna show y'all some." Or I guess it, he played on a, the the last day of the year. He's like, "I'm gonna show y'all some. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. show y'all some for real." Yeah. Shout out, so. Young damari Gray. Shout also,
1: out. um, shout out. uh I would say, shout out, Marcus Rashford. Uh, he he deserves a shout out this week for me. Okay. Uh, he he deserves it for sure. And shout out, um, MVP? my cap, my captain, old oh, captain, man, Martin Odegaard. this world class performance this week. Hey, hey, hey. World class. Put, Put it out there, thirty Shout million. Thirty Douglas,
3: million, y'all. <laughs> Thirty million, <That's> market, <laughs> right? Uh, what's his name? Who's the guy? Douglas Costa, Doug- Douglas Luis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Douglas Luis. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Douglas Luis. And who was the guy who scored for? Uh, who scored yeah. for Everton?
0: Damari Gray. Demari Gray. Yeah, it, it was a banger. Yeah, it was a banger, bro. Yeah, okay. Left side, inside of the box, curler, top post, top bins. Bar down, too. I think I have yeah, to low key bar down. Bar down.
3: Bar down. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's disgusting.
3: Yeah, man. That's really good. That's a good one. Uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in. Um, and as always, good luck to you and your future endeavors.